everyone, and welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD. Uh, my name's Colin. Uh, I am the GM uh, for this game of uh, Skyrim D&D. Um, I have no idea where we left off. My brain just suddenly froze. Um, but we're currently in the town of Falkreath with our intrepid adventurers. And... Uh, they had returned back to uh, Falkreath and sit, spent some time there uh, listening to uh, the bards uh, collecting their reward. And we also uh, heard some uh, rather interesting history uh, of, um, of the Dragonborn in the local inn, which uh, much to the surprise of uh, some of our our intrepid gang. Uh, while they were in there, they heard the, the screams of Draugr outside, and immediately our merry band headed outside to see what was up. And indeed, the town was swarming with Draugr attacking indiscriminately all across town. Um, our intrepid band and uh, Fjotli, a, uh, a person that they met in the inn, and Skolnar, uh, a an imperial captain um, or imperial legate, should I say, um, started helping out with the defense of the town, and uh, this is currently where we left off. And uh, we'll get a very quick uh, introduction of our characters, and then we'll get on the way. So we'll probably start with the with the prettiest and work our way down. So we'll start off with. Well, thank you. Okay, young, so young this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a fight out. Okay, we will have we will have to quiet, and I will say, Vati, roll for prettiness. <laughs> roll a t- roll twenty. I gotta roll a, a prettiness check. Here. Oh crap! I got a five. <laughs> My fur is a little messed up right now. <laughs> I've been fighting Draugr. What can I say? <laughs> You got dead flesh underneath well, your fingernails. Got a got a twelve of prettiness. There we go. So well, let's just uh, go with uh, um, with Butter here. Uh, so uh, good go. afternoon, everyone. Um, uh, my name is Andrew. We're playing a character called Bati, and Bati is a wood elf um, who has come to Skyrim. Uh, in search of any information and history uh, about the Dragonborn. She is very interested about um, helping to uh, collect all the stories of the Dragonborn into one great epic tale that can be told for centuries. Uh, But she's not from Skyrim, so this is a little bit of a new land to to come to. So uh, we're looking for new information and a band of adventurers to uh, help us get around and find that information. Okay. Awesome. And uh, we'll go with Jaquai next. Hey, this is Ray, and Jaquai is a a young Khajiit uh, male who is a monk. Um, He he left uh, the warm sands uh, looking for uh, news about his brother, uh, Zanrendar. And uh, he ran into uh, 
uh, Luke and Body uh, while up in a tree uh, after a wolf attack uh, at his campsite. Awesome. And uh, do we want to fight it out for <laughs> third and fourth place? <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, I'm sure in the land of the Nord. <laughs> I'm sure in the land of the Nords. I think. Uh, Sort of like uh, nepotism or whatever it will be called. Favoritism in the Nord will go uh, Luke's way. Yes. All right. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Pat playing Luke Icewalker. Uh, he is a uh, Nord. Think uh, when you sign into Skyrim and you're doing your character sheet and you pull up the generic Nord, the first guy you see, that that's him. That's what I decided he looks like. Uh, he's a big strapping bruiser of a cleric of Kinnerath. Um uh, somewhat unusually, he uh, is just like Body. This is his first trip to Skyrim. He uh, was raised in Cyrodiil. His parents were Nord, so he's he's pure Nord all the way through, but uh, spent his entire life in uh, in Skyrim. Uh, the, the, he's early 30s, so about the past you know decade plus, he has spent cloistered in uh, a, a temple of Kinnerath. Uh, and uh, uh, he was uh, inspired by his deity to, uh, to, to adventure into Skyrim. And uh, with Body having a similar goal, they hooked up to, to, to do that. And here they are coming to Skyrim to fight Draugr, as it turns out. And lastly, but no love for the, uh, the red hair, it seems, uh, <laughs> we have Mouse. Hello, everyone. This is Victor. Um, I am playing Septimus Vulpin, otherwise known as Mouse, uh, who is an Imperial born, but uh, essentially raised in Skyrim, just uh, north of Whiterun, near the border of the Pale, uh, by his aunt, uh, who was killed when he was around uh, 14. And uh, from then on, he was kind of on his own and uh, eventually learned the ways of the rogue. Uh, assigned background of, of urchin. So uh, at the age of 24 now, he is uh, uh, striking out on his own and uh, trying to find customers for his, uh, that he can guide. And he met the rest of the party, um, not far from Haldir's Cairn uh, in Falkreath. So that's awesome. Nice. Uh, well, last we left off, we were in the midst of a battle. So we shall go to uh, roll 20. As you can see there, last we left off, um, Luke was engaged. Well, not engaged. <laughs> but was facing off against a Drogo who pointed his sword at him. And in ancient Nord... Um, yelling and pointing at his shield saying I shall send you to your whore <laughs> it's currently Luke's turn uh, Luke is up first as um, Fjotli and um, um, Skolnar have been held back, told to stay back by uh, Nenya uh, to help protect the rest of the, the, the town to fall back to the inn and has asked our young trepid adventurers to, to venture down to see what is where the drover is coming from more than likely the catacombs underneath the cemetery so Luke you're up first and as you can see you've got to uh, 
Okay. Uh, which one is the one that was uh, that was shouting? The, the first uh, one. Yep, the first one directly right at you. All right. So uh, at this point, this uh, Luke Luke has got his dander up. Actually, let me make sure. I don't think I I don't remember taking any damage last turn, last game. No, I think I, I think I'm at full. I mean, I've used a couple spells, but I think I'm at full hit points. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So with uh, with that, uh, we, we're not going to take this crap from this sneaking Draugr. So 10, 15, 25. Yep. So I can, I will move and uh, just uh, try to bash his empty skull in with my, my trusty Warhammer. Go for it. So roll a d20. All right. 19. <laughs> that's uh, without, uh, it's not a nat 20 and I've got some hit bonuses, but that's a, uh, that I think is going to hit. Definitely, yeah. He's got a, an armor class of 13. So. All right, so we are now doing a D8 plus four of this thing. Ooh, only seven points of damage, including my modifier. And, and as, as, I, as, I, as I charge into him, shield raise, warhammer, fling, I, I, I take, take aim right at his empty Draugr skull, and I says, the lady sends her greetings. <laughs> and just after Luke, I'm afraid, <coughs> is the Draugr. So, draw here. Just give me one second. That's fine. I don't have to do it now. And he's going to. So, uh, ah, he rolled a three plus huh. five. He does not hit. He tries to strike you. So now this your threats are as empty as your skull. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to avoid. This is a farm. It's going to go up. So he has to go five, ten, fifteen. 20, 25, 30. Oh, he can just about make it so this Draugr is going to move around this way. And he can just get around there, up into melee with you. And he is also going to roll oh, no. to attack. It's all good. And that's 11 plus 5. So that's, uh, was it 16? All right. What's and your a AC with shield is 18. Bang! Right yeah. across. The lady herself blocking you right in front. So <laughs> no damage. And this one here is going to come in. Good one. 5, 10, 15, 20. 25 and he is going to move there flanking you the other one which will give him advantage on the attack roll body screams out goodbye luke <laughs> so i laugh uproariously northern full battle fury here first roll is a 19 so and that's plus five so that definitely hits and i'm gonna roll again just in case i get a net 20 and that's Ooh. a one. <laughs> it definitely hits with a um, 
they call it. Uh, so it's. Let me just check that. I'm pretty sure it's a D6, but I want to make sure. Skeleton. Oops, sorry, drawbar. That is 1d6 plus 2. Ah, so that is 4 damage. You take 4 damage as he comes right. right behind you and jabs right in in the kidney area. Not getting anything vital, but getting in underneath your armor. Alright, so uh, this, is the, this is in all of our sessions. I believe this is the first time I've actually gotten to use this. Uh, I'm going to rebuke that skeleton with Wrath of the Storm. When a creature within five feet of you that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to cause the creature to make a dexterity saving throw. Creature takes 2d8 lightning damage, your choice uh, on a failed saving throw, half as much on a successful one. Wow. Dexterity saving throw from that Draugr. Okay, let me just check his stats. And... Dex, he has plus two. And that's a D twenty. Oh, that's a nat you. twenty. <laughs> oh, look at you with the nat twenty, Mr. Dogger. Alright, so that's a, that's okay. He'll still take a little something. Let's see what he takes here. We take uh rolled a total of eight, so he takes four points of thunder damage. Minus four this guy. So you got you've been only damaged once, no? Yeah, once by yeah. one of them, and you've managed to take wipe out two. So next is that your turn? Did you have a bonus action or anything? Nope, that's it. Next we have Jaquai, and Jaquai, you are here with remember you've got a movement speed of 40. And right here we have Koost, who's in front of you. And Vigilance here, and behind you we have a guard and a guard. Alright, so... 15, 15, 20, 25, 40. Ooh! <clears throat> so, Jaquai taking a, uh, a bit of initiative for the Draugr themselves and pincering the Draugr in between you and Luke, giving you advantage. So you can roll a d20 twice and take the nice. better of the two. Okay. Uh, 19. Oof, nice. That definitely hits. And a three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the 19. <laughs> and uh, then I'll do a claw attack. This is your first attack. So I rolled a five plus six, so eleven. Plus five. You rolled a five, and then oh no, it's not your. It's only your. You don't get your, add your proficiency bonus to the damage. Okay, so then it's only four, so nine. So nine, which was exactly how many hit points he had. So nice. with a single strike, he just gets right up underneath the jaw, the draugr, and literally snaps whatever is left of his throat and his ne neck bones and the Draugr crumples and so he is dead nice and you uh, what, how much of your movement did you move 
Um, so I took all of it to get there. So, yep. did you want to take a bonus action? Uh, I don't remember I can, how far I could move on a disengage. Uh, no, that would a disengage would still be involving your movement. You can okay spend a key point to um, uh, to dash, which is you can use a bonus action and spend a key point, and then you can move an extra forty. Uh, but you because you're um, you can only hit twice against the same enemy or twice in the same attack. So it's kind of like an offhand, like you're swiping both times. So if you moved now, like use your key point to move up closer to the other Draugr, you wouldn't, you'd only be able to get up close to it. You wouldn't be able to attack it with your second attack. All right. So I'll stay put. I'm done. Right, so now we move on to Mouse. Okay. So let's see. Uh, So, sorry, I'm counting this out yet again. I've already done this once. I think I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here counting. Okay, five. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I can move to there by coming around the corner uh, of the building. And since I cannot see my character very well, I don't know which way he's facing. Um, he's facing the right way. Yeah, something like that, uh, or like this. All right, so I'm going to take, I'm going to use my bow here on the Draugr that's directly in front of Luke. I believe I have a clear shot there. Um, yeah, you're fine. Uh, so let's go for that. Sadly, that's a 611. And no, I'm afraid that misses just goes wide. Um, okay, and I have, um, I'm going to take my little bonus action here, um, to, uh, dash, mm -hmm. if that's alright with you, um, right up on this dude here. So going okay. to the side, perfect, no worries. And next we have... That's it? You, you... I believe that's all I can do, yes. Perfect. And next up we have Botty. Okay, let's see. Try to get within... Oh, I think I can... Um, Mouse pulled out a bow. I might have that same idea. Let's see if I can get close enough for a sword attack. No? I'm going to have to do a bow attack. Oh, wait, here. Maybe I can get this guy down here. 5, 10, 15, 20, Yeah, I can get about right over here. Now, is that standing on the roof? <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I no. under the roof line? You know what I mean? No, I mean, the Jaquai is right to the side. I think that would you be actually leaning up against the edge of, of the farm, giving yourself, probably giving yourself quarter cover. And uh, yeah, you're definitely in, the li in line of sight for this guy right here. Yes. Um, I would like to use my bow to try to shoot this fella here. The one you just highlighted. Yeah. Um, leaning up against the barn, trying to catch any cover I can behind these plants. Even though he can see me, I guess. No point. In that. The plants are going to cover very much, I guess. All right. Uh, sorry, what would you say? D4? 
Uh, no, roll a d20. And oh, then roll a d20. If you hit first. Uh, 14. That definitely hits, even with out your modifiers. I'm trying to have a class of 13. So now roll okay. damage. So, and as I said, that was a real crappy bow. So we're going with a d4. And then add your... Yeah, yeah. One d4. Is... Let me change it to there. This is a neat app. <laughs> Three out of four there. <clears throat> and Not too Add your dexterity modifier to that, I believe, for damage. My dex was... Uh, sorry, was plus three. I'm not professional D&D guy yet. Dexterity was three. You're correct, Colin. Plus a two proficiency, but no proficiency on this. No case. proficiency on damage, no. Plus so three what? on top of that three, so six total. Six total. You do have a um, minus six. And, uh, so, any bonus action that you wished to do? I, hmm, I don't believe so. Perfect. Okay. Should so. I, okay. And next we have the guards. So this guard right here is going to see 5, 10, 15, 15. What's their speed and stuff, these guards? 25, 30, the same as you, 30. Okay. I didn't know if they were better trained than me or something. So he's going to get... They've all got bad knees. Arrows sticking out of them and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to come... Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, and, God, I didn't even think about Vigilance. And this guy is just out of range, but he's going to follow anyway. So it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And I am going to say that this droga here has quarter cover, no, half cover, seeing as Luke thingies, but this guard is going to try and shoot his bow at him. So that is definitely a d20. Oh, I can't see it. 11. And let's see what his modifier was. And attack plus four. So, oh yeah, he definitely hits. So that's one d six. No, sorry, he had half cover. So that's an extra five on top of his AC. So that's eighteen. So no, he misses. And then this guard can't do anything um, here. So he's going to dash another five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. 30, and he's just going to get right up behind <coughs> um, uh, I've forgotten the name mouse there and Koost is not going to do much he's just going to stay next to this guard here and shout some insults <laughs> dead bastards get back to where you belong and then Vigilance with his movement speed is going to go 5 
Oh, why in the room? Not 20, 15, 20, 25, 30, 25, 40, 45, 50. He's got to jump right in front of this draugr here and attack him. I believe he does have a movement speed of 50. Yes, movement speed of 50. And then he's got plus 5 to hit. Roll d20. And that is a 9 plus 5. So that's 14. He hits. And Good doggy. That's right. He hits doing, I believe, 1d6. Attack. Oh shit, no, he does 2d6 plus mm. 3 person damage. Nice. And he also knocks him prone. Nice. So that is six plus three is seven. So and this Draugr had seven, so yeah, this Draugr is gonzo. Literally, Vigilance runs, smashes right two front paws straight into the chest of the Draugr, knocking it flat on its back, going straight for the throat and just wrenching the head off completely and fucking it to one side. Nice. <laughs> Team Beast. Uh, yeah. So those two are dead. And we just have the first one. And we're back to Luke. Nice. Alright. Let's see what we got here. We got 15 plus some stuff, so that hits. Yep. Uh, and then plus uh, D8 plus 4. Uh, seven points of damage. And he only had six left, so that nice. Draugr is gonzo. Hooray! All right. Nice. All of them. So that is all of them. So High five, everybody. And, well, before uh, we celebrate, I'm gonna I'm gonna look the direction they came off. Yeah, that's where I'm uh, looking. Map map right. Are there any more lurking out there? Just on your as you're heading to looking out towards the um the hall of the dead and the lights shining outside just behind the two shrines to arcade you can see the shifting figures two shifting figures just outside the front of the hall of the dead which Koost and um young masses both said that this is their way to the catacombs where they believe uh runo is and where the source of the drawgrass comes from so let's go. We are moving. Oh, oh there we are. Okay. Hey guys, I see him. Not far. Let's see. So these two guys, how far? They are are facing the opposite way, so they don't see you coming just yet. And it seems like they are heading towards the um the back. 
of the Hall of the Dead. So they're facing away from you, heading back, and as, as if they're walking back towards the Hall of the Dead. And last we left off, it was Luke's turn, who used his uh, attack. Um, and then he ventured probably a few more feet to get down here. And you can see these two are here. Uh, did you want to use a bonus action, Luke? Uh, no. So I'm... Wait, uh, I'm... <coughs> my, I'm not seeing my character on this map when we shift, shifted maps. I'm going to zoom down. Let's so, see, I see Jaquai, and I think that's... You were right next to me. Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't yeah, teleport over. For sure. Isn't that you there? Yeah, I see Luke. I don't see myself. And I was let right me, next let me, to let me, let me refresh. This. Let me just refresh. Maybe I'll yeah. show up on a refresh. I see all four of us. Oh. Yeah, I was only seeing... I was seeing you use guys, not me. Let me... Uh, uh, I still only see use guys. How odd. So Wait. Here? Oh, there's body. Okay. There I am. But I can't. Yeah, you're dark. You're hard to see, Victor. Yeah, but I can't. Uh, I can't actually choose my. Yeah, I can't, I can't click see. on mine either. Yeah. Okay, give me one second. Is is it, I'm I'm making a red circle. Can you guys see that? Is that thicker than I'm red circle? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I saw okay. I saw the red circle pop up on mine. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I'm I'm about the color of the background, so I'm hard to see. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, that looks a little bit better. So this one here, give me one second. Called by Nathan B. Teething problems here, people. Very sorry about that. No, no worries. Who, who, who am I clicking on? I just made a red circle there. Who is that? I didn't, I didn't, see, it. I didn't see it. So this one. It's only. It's, that's weird. It's only. Uh, I'm not. Uh, normally, when you you so, can you so. can you can keep clicking to make the circle. Okay, I, that was Jaquai. That's Jaquai. Yep. No, just that's... Awesome. And you're you're to the right of Jaquai, correct? Is that me? Is that I just yeah, three squares over. Yeah, yep. and then body is is there with. Okay, the... no, I that that's weird. It might I normally I can see my own, like my my my, my, my name shows up under my character, normally. Yeah, so, yeah, we don't have we don't have selectors yet. Yeah, he's got to like. All right, all right, I'm good now. All right, so all right, okay, I'm I'm with the program now. So, I think it's cool that you can superimpose the Skyrim map underneath the grid. That's pretty fun. Like yeah, I think that was Colin's uh, Colin's uh, master stroke there. Just grabbing the map directly. Very cool. But yeah, well, it's a it's 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 actually a an overhead view of Falkreath. It's not even a map. It's 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 even better. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And this is got all the stone walls and the little fern. Everything that's great. So for I'm I think I'm disoriented. Um. I guess it is that facing north at that direction. I was just, I had to thank yeah, you. Can you, you know, to the... can you guys see your names yeah, now? Okay. Yeah, and you can move yeah, the carriers. Yep, yep. I can see mine. Yep. Perfect. So, yep, so away. You, can, you can see the two Draugr. And as I said, they're heading off as if they're going to head back to around the back. 
of the Hall of the Dead. And um, up next is Jaquai. What would you like to do? Um, I'm. I want to sneak up uh, behind the closest one. Um, okay, so roll for stealth. Roll a d20 and add your dex modifier. Right. Uh, so that is 21. Nice. Okay. So it's very high. As far as you know, he's unaware of your presence. And then I want to do a claw attack. Okay. Go for it. Roll a d20. All right. Uh, so 13. Is there any modifier on that? For attack. Yep, so you add your dexterity modifier. Right, so and 17. And, and, and proficiency, proficiency also. Oh, and proficiency? Okay, 19. Yeah, so that's 19. Yeah, so you definitely hit. Uh, so this is your first attack. So uh, roll your d6 and add your dexterity modifier. Ugh. So uh, five. Five total. So that's five damage to this. And you can do an offhand attack. All right. Bonus action so d- roll a twenty again, or do I just do I get an automatic hit? No, no, you have to roll a twenty again, okay. as if you're coming up with your second hand. Okay. <laughs> uh, so fourteen. Uh, is that total or? Yeah, that's with my modifiers. 14 dead hits anyway. Um, so roll again another d6 plus 4 with your dex modifier. Ooh, 10. So 6 plus 4. Oh, wow. Yep. So you wipe out this guy in two moves. Doesn't even see you coming. Nice. So this guy uh, is white time. I'm going to have to get some really burly guys next time you guys are in the fight. Next up, did you um, want to do uh, a bonus action or anything else you wanted to do in your turn, Jaquai? Uh, no, I'll just stay right there. Okay, and next we have Max. Okay, well, since this uh, remaining Draugr is not aware of me yet, I'm going to use my sneak attack uh, with the bow on him so and that was a 9 uh, 14 that hits uh, uh, for damage. that's 2d6 with the sneak attack yep uh, that's 1 <laughs> and 5 so that would be 6 plus um, let's that's it, I guess. Unless I get a dexterity. Yep, modifier. Uh, yep. I do. Okay, for instance. Okay, so that's plus plus six, so uh, twelve for each roll. Uh, three for each roll. Okay. So his life is hanging on by a thread. He goes down to one knee and starts to stagger as he realizes that uh, somebody has just attacked him. So. And I'm going to just take my my uh, uh, cunning action 
bonus here and uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, and just move to the corner of the building here. Okay? Yeah, well, you could have moved there anyway because that's within your distance, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, that's true. You're right. So I, I suppose I could move farther, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. You're right. Okay. And next we have Botty. You see this, uh, you saw. I'm not going to get into range to stab with a sword, but. Um, let's try to get within 30 and cast a spell here. Let's do here. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 30. Yep, that would be within. Let's go to about up here. And let's, let's, uh, Let's try to schmooze with this guy and tell a few jokes and cast Tasha's hideous <laughs> laughter. Uh, Go for it. Uh, what was that? Uh, it was a wisdom saving throw, wasn't it? Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh, sorry. Um, let me read here. Um, There's a feather that is waved in the air. Duration, concentration up to one minute creature within range thinks everything is hilarious and collapses into a fit of laughter target to succeed on wisdom saving throw or fall prone so. creature four plus is unaffected and with an intelligence of four plus he has what's his intelligence uh, intelligence is six oh He's unaffected. Never mind. Is it, uh, four or below? Did you uh, did you mean or uh, four? It says or creature above. with intelligence of four. Anything above four is unaffected. Well, that's too bad. I thought it was four, anything below four, because it would be too stupid to get the joke. That's interesting. I thought it would be too smart. Burned. That's uh, that's just what I've written down. I could have written it down incorrectly. Yeah, give me a look. Just to, I just want to make sure that you're not wasting a spell. Yeah, double, yeah, check that. Double check that. That'd be great. I hate, hate to waste a spell like that. Darn. Yeah, for a skeletal to score four or less is not effective. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Must have enough intelligence to have a sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, all right. That makes sense then. What are what, if a Draugr is? more intelligent what are what are your things that are less intelligent gelatinous cubes <laughs> there's 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 lots of jellies and slimes and molds and stuff that don't have any intelligence whatsoever oh god the the bacteria over in the uh the, the hot pools over on the western side of the map <laughs> Yeah, no, if a, a, a creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. So it's four or less. So, yeah, so he's got an intelligence of six. So he correctly. is affected. Uh, but he still has to roll to see if he resists it. Yep. So yep. he's got a wisdom modifier of minus one. <laughs> roll to 20 and you're... Oh, he rolls a 15. What was your... Uh, so that's uh, a 14 total. So what is your spell save, DC? Should be at the bottom of your... 
put it might have been near the top. Oh, sorry. Spell save DC is 13. Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> Just manages to shake it off. He is He's in so much pain. He's got an arrow sticking through the back of his throat, <laughs> sticking out the front of his nose, and he's just paying you <coughs> so much pain and so much agony. He, he can't uh, make sense of the joke, I'm afraid. And, and if anyone knows anything about a, a, a comedian, the worst enemy of a joke is not being told so body takes a particularly hard and, and has to take a knee from the sheer embarrassment and turns away. Cry <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, Roll for tumble. Mouse leans over and whispers, it's okay, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Roll for tumbleweed. Um, uh, next, we have the guards. The guards are, are making their way there, but as they come up behind Vigilance, um, um, they're just not in range to get anywhere, so we're going to move on to Vigilance. Vigilance is going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Yeah, so he can get in range of that Draugr, and he is going to roll for it. Oh, wait. Do we, oh, yes, Luke was at the top of the round, so he couldn't act. So... And that's 15, so he definitely hits. And that Draugr only had one health bar left, so he is gonzo. So considering nice. which way Vigilance is facing, what, what did Vigilance hit? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, those, you know, dogs <laughs> can be deadly. <laughs> must have had Alpo he ate last night, yeah. <laughs> so... Give me one second, and so, as you see the two lying there, up behind, and in comes Koost, who runs up behind Luke, and passes, says, hey, it's this way, it's this way, and you also see two guards coming up behind as well and they state that um, I'm afraid that they're going to have if you're going to enter into the catacombs in fear of anybody else coming out or any more guards they're going to if you want to go in they are going to lock the door behind you and bar the way so no more can get out and be going to stand on guard outside. So they're not going to enter with you. They're going to wait outside and bar the door behind you. So, and the door Koos is leading you around to this side oh. of the Hall of the Dead where he's saying is that's where the entrance is. Also at this time you hear a very loud whistling sound and you hear see Vigilance's ears perking up and he starts to walk back in this direction in response to the whistle. So what would you like to do? 
So, so re- re- refresher. Who, who, who is it that that we think is in there? I, I what, uh, Runil. Runil, he's in trouble, right? So, yeah. Well, this is the source of the Draugr, and yeah. according to Kust and Nenya, he was on his way to the um, the catacombs because that's where he prepares the bodies after they've died. Um, to sort of like you know, after death, sort of like you know, clean up the bodies and things like that. So that's where they believe he was heading off to, and this is probably the uh, the source of the Draugr. Um, so, so well, we're actually not in combat right now, right? So we can just basically just go over there, right? Yep. So that's a, yeah. So we're, we're moving towards this the door and back. I didn't really realize there was a door and back. So, um, okay. And by the way, where are uh, what was it Fialti and the other one? There were two others with us at one point. Uh, Skull, uh, Skull now. Uh, Skull now. Uh, they were asked by Nenya to gather everybody and go to the inn. That's right. Okay. Uh, to uh, gather everybody there and sort of like bar themselves in just in case um, the town starts to get overrun. So they have she had two warriors and the rest of the guards that they could rely on. The two guards here said that they're going to follow you to the entrance of the um, uh, of the catacombs. But they're not going to enter. They're going to uh, let you go in, yeah. And then the bar and guard. So, as we as we say, lock out, tag out. (laughs) (laughs) So are you? Are all of you going in? Are all of you in agreement? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm headed. I'm. I'm right there. I'm right up there with Luke. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So so vigilance is buggering off. Yep. Back, back to back to his okay. master. Okay. Are we assuming that's what the whistle was? He certainly yeah. seemed to recognize it. Yeah, All he's right. starting to head off this way, um, and Koost is coming up behind you and entering, and he's laying down, and it seems like there's a very large, what looks like to be around here, was a very large like slab, like a gravestone slab with something on it, but it's now been pushed to one side leading to some steps that are going ah, down to okay. a very old um what looks like a nordic door very similar to the door that you um saw in Haldir's cairn when you were inside you wouldn't have seen it there um most but you recognize it anyway you've seen uh oh yeah I've seen doors like that yeah yeah so all of you enter and coost leads you to the door and he enters in behind you. Who? What's the marching order here? Uh, given that stealth doesn't seem to be at a premium in this situation, I'll lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, is there is there is there light in here, or is it is it dark? Yeah, do I need torch? Yeah, you don't know yet. Okay. Well, so I have a lantern. I, I bought a lantern yeah. at the last uh, spot, so <laughs> we have, we'll have light. And. Uh, so, so, uh, Mouse, why don't you follow by? Because I need the lantern. If you could follow behind with the lantern, I'll lead the way. Okay. We'll do. Take as soon the cat as I, with you. Yeah. As soon as I appear on the new map here. Wow, that's All right, cool. So, so, the keyhole is where we. Is that where we come in? Yep. That's the front door. Cool. That is neat. I don't like this. Yeah, very, very much so. Where did you get the 
Iger and stuff, Colin. Uh, they are in, yeah, they're in uh, Roll20, uh, and uh, the, you can buy premium assets, but I still uh, premium assets, should I say, uh, but I'm still on the free service and you can get all this for free. Wow. The, uh, okay. the map... The map itself is fr is from the, the Skyrim game. I've just done some alterations to it with uh, a filter. I'm sure this is all legal, right? <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> seeing it, but us, <laughs> so it's definitely legal. Sweet. I like you took the the key <laughs> from the game. That's nice. So so where's okay? This is I'm there. I am. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm all right. grabbing the plane now. Got it, got it, got it. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Luke. Come on, Luke. Damn it, move. Uh, yeah, I I switched it up from the like the comb, so it was just telling me distance. <laughs> all right, yeah, you, you, yeah, you gotta go arrow. Comb also, got back ruler. over here. If you gave it to Jaquai, it'd be a catacomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to give you disadvantage in all your attacks for that one. <laughs> See it as a ruler now, Ray. It, was, it looked like, I was like, why the fuck is there a comb there? Uh, I, I, Andrew, I, I think it looks like a comb too. I, I, I got I to gotta side, take your side on this one. Um, ooh, missing. It's just um, me. Just oh. you. I don't even know what a comb looks like, so. <laughs> hey, buddy. And here we go. If you'd like to put your guys' selves in um, yep. the marching mm. order that you're in. All right. Actually, so uh, oops, I'm on a simple. Yeah, there you go. Luke. I, I should be right behind you. Yeah. Um, Jaquai is a little. Well, I don't know if he's. Jaquai, where do you, where do you want to be in the order? As we've. Hustle um, into I'll the be, uh, catacomb. I'll be right behind Mouse. Okay. All right. So I'll I'll, I'll just go. Well, I, no, if I go there, then then uh, well, here I'll go. I'll go there just to kind of get out of the way, okay. and then you guys can tuck in behind me as you as you wish. So as you enter, you can see that it's all very brightly lit. Coost uh, is going to come in here right behind you all, and um, it's all brightly lit. They've got candles all at the sides oh, and some nice. torches stuck in the place, so it's perfectly well lit. And over here, you have. A draugr here that you can see, and again he's facing away from you, and he's mm -hmm. walking in this direction, as is this one. You can just see at the corner as the cat comes around. In here you've got a big, large table, and over here you've got some smaller tables that's got some very interesting-looking implements on them. That mm -hmm. seems that you recognize, Luke, but uh, maybe, well, considering. The rest of you's background, whether you recognize them or not, but these are embalming tools and all this such. Okay, um, um, pardon me. As as you said, and he's walking in this direction. I did not see uh, an indication on the map of which direction you meant. Did you mean oh, okay. away he's, from yeah. us? He's walking away from you. Yes. Away from us. Okay, all right. And you can hear a very loud banging, clanging, uh, as if you can hear metal on metal. And it's just bang, bang, bang. And it's coming from this general direction. It's not coming for these, but it seems that these two Draugr are heading towards it. But as you step through, you suddenly hear, <clears throat> and these two turn around to face you. Oh. As they hear, 
Mm. You enter. Mm. Where to go, Luke? <laughs> um, seeing as we went out of combat and we came back into combat I will get you guys to roll initiative again, please and I'm just going to go grab my dice <laughs> I rolled an 8 and that's got a modifier Dex modifier, I think. It is, yes. Alright. I have a 13. Uh, Anybody got um, 25 to 20? Hang on a second. Um, So we're doing 20. Roll a d20. Add your dexterity modifier to the number you get. Mm -hmm. And um, Botty, you can add a plus one to it for your jack of all trades. I'm a five. Right, has anybody got 25 to 20? That would be really high. Okay. Has anybody got uh, 20 to 15? <laughs> 15 to 10? Yeah, I'm a 12. Looks like 13. Five. Oh, sorry. So we have... Um, who was the 13? Luke? Uh, Luke. And Botty, you with the 12? Luke with 13, Botty with 12. Jaquai got a 12. Jaquai also 12. Jaquai. And we have... um, Mouse. And let me roll for Koost. And Koost got a 15. Modifier 2, so he got a 17. Out of here, Coost. What are you doing? So, with a 19, so a 22, the Draugr go first. Nice. <laughs> oh, so, 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 remind me, Colin, is Coost, was Coost one of the villagers with no armor? No, it was really strange. Um, he has armor on, but he has no weapon. He's oh, got metal. Okay. He's, he's got uh, iron plate armor, but no weapon. He does Co- have his. Coost is uh, Runil's assistant, and he's Runil's assistant elsewhere. But he seems to always walk around town in his full metal armor. Mm. So um, here, so we got five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. So this one is going to be like five, ten. 25, 30. It's going to get right up next to you, Luke. And this one is going to do the same. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then, one So, this one's going to roll an attack to try and hit you. So it's going to be a d20, and I've got my dice. I've bought these stainless steel ones, and one is going to fucking use them. And he rolls a natural one with my stainless steel dice. (laughs) 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 So this Draugr, surprised they come, comes running straight at you, sword up in the air, and then manages to kick 
I smashed urn on the thing and looked down and <laughs> goes totally wide and uh, and for some reason drops his shield so it lowers his AC <laughs> by two. So let's minus two from that. It was such an epic fail on this Draugr's part. So that means minus two from his AC. Here we go. So, and then this Draugr here, uh, he is going to, he has no ranged attack, so he's going to dash five, ten, fifteen, and get probably about there to the opposite side of you. He has no bonus action and no attack. And um, in the back, from not from these two, but in the back, uh, you hear Dachrotha! And he goes, oh, no. Time to die. Why, why yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so next, <laughs> we have Koost. So Koost just stands there. And he is, he can't seem to force his way past here. So again, uses harsh language and he, and he goes, I don't, I don't even recognize, screaming out to the audience, I don't even recognize where these fucking things come from. I've never seen them before. So now hmm. it's on to Luke's turn. All right. I was just looking. I'm pretty sure. Looking for my my to hit modifier. I'm pretty sure I'm two proficiency of two. I, I'm pretty, uh, let's see. Oh, I'll just go ahead and roll. Let's see. Let's see if it gets close. Oh dear, no. So much for good rolls. It wasn't a one, but it was a two. So uh, Luke Luke uh, Luke must have stumbled over the Draugr's drop shield and um, <laughs> and all but this all but you were la- Yeah, you were <laughs> laughing so hard at the Draugr messing up. <laughs> I barely retain my own shield. um, uh, Any bonus action you'd like to perform? Not here. Nope. Okay. (laughs) And uh, next up is Botty and Jaquai. But Jaquai, you'd have a a dex modifier of plus four, so I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Alright, so I'll step forward. And attempt a claw attack on the Draugr. Go for it. Roll a d20. Alright. And he's not hard to hit now. He's, he's looking at his shield on the floor. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> so I rolled a 9. And then I add my dexterity and proficiency. Uh, yes, for the, for the attack, yes. So 15. Yeah, see, that definitely hits. So roll for damage, which is uh, a d6 plus the dexterity, which is four. So that's six. Six. Minus six. And with your offhand, in your bonus action. So I can only hit him again if I use a key point, right? Uh, you can hit him one more time if you use your bonus action to use your offhand attack. So you've already hit him with your right, and you can okay. use a bonus action to hit him with your left. <clears throat> or right. you can spend a key point and your bonus action to do flurry of blows. That means you can hit him another two, two times. times. Yeah, I'm going to save the key point, and I'll just okay. strike him again. 
Okay. Do I re-roll for hit? Yep, roll another d20. Right. And plus six. So 20. Yeah, that definitely hits. And uh, roll for damage. That's again another d6 damage. plus four. Uh, that's seven. And seven was all he had left. Nice. Uh, Jaquai just carving through all of these little drawers. And... <laughs> And next we have Botty. So Botty, you are here, just behind Luke. And as you saw, Jaquai has all right through the the armor of this one. We now have this one to the right. um, And you have some space, just a little bit of space between Mouse and Luke there. Um... So I guess I'll just hop over here and attack with my sword. Go for it. Uh, it's the first time you've used your rapier. So I believe it is. Uh, you roll a d20 and add your mm-hmm. dexterity because it's got finesse and your proficiency dexterity. bonus. So that's plus five. And a two. Two. I just rolled a 19 plus three, 22 yeah, plus two, 24. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely hits. So you're... Um, that is 1d8. Wow, I didn't know that. 1d8 piercing, um, plus 3. So roll a 1d8. 7 plus 3 is 10. Wow. So, with a single attack, with her rapier, body comes swashbuckling in. Taking this very fine tapered blade uh, with a v- expert precision just goes right in between the shoulder and the breastplate straight through the drawer, nearly slicing its arm completely off. Minus 10, but he's still standing. Oh, jeez. There's a bonus there. Uh, action that you wanted to do uh, bonus actions is you could heal somebody but it doesn't look like anybody is taking that much damage or yeah. you could inspire somebody to, to give them sort of like an extra edge if uh, mouse hasn't mouse hasn't gone yet let's inspire mouse okay so what would you like to say to him as long as he doesn't start flirting with me <laughs> well what would you like to say to him to inspire him to you know make him a little bit more g'd up um. Uh, body. Oscox Cox, his head towards you and raises his right eyebrow. <laughs> body uh, receives the message and says, uh, "Yes, we we can um, take that um, that that secret drink of wine behind the apple tree later with you." <laughs> If you hurry up and and um, take this mf or down, <laughs> so Mouse raises his right right hand and lays it to the side of his nose, and then looks at the Draugr. Um, so I'm directly behind Body now. So 
you can clamber through, it would be considered, yeah. between the two of them it would be um, considered difficult terrain, but that just means you lose, um, <laughs> it, it takes like double movement to get through it, but he's only 10 feet away from you, so, and you've got yeah. to move the speed of 30, so if you want to get through, you can squeeze in between the two of them and get there, or actually, so, let's see, you only have 15, so that would be 5, 10... 15, so you could get there if you wanted to. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to do that. I'll squeeze through to here. Let me just rotate around. And with Buddy being you flanking this drawguard gives you an advantage on the attack. All right. Well, now I need to just ask a little bit of point of, uh, of mechanics here. I'd like to use. Uh, I'm going to use my dagger and my whip. So that's dual wielding. But I'm not sure if that uh, um, if that works the same way as just using two. Well, you, you don't have you don't have a second attack. You only have one attack. Right. Yeah. Um, so you can you can only even even if you have two daggers, you you still only have one attack. So every time you attack, you can only attack with one dagger. Okay. So whenever you attack, you don't do damage with both daggers. You only do damage with one. I think in uh, depending on which route you take uh, with your rogue class, you can get an offhand attack later on, similar to what Jaquai has. Interesting. Okay, that's 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 different. Anyway, uh, all right, I'm just gonna use the whip then. Um, so let's see where we're, where we're at here. Okay, so roll the d20. Yeah. Add add your dexterity modifier, but not your proficiency bonus. Right. Um, so, <laughs> five. <laughs> okay. So, roll so, damage. So, roll damage. Uh, so, that's a D1, D4 in this case. Okay. And add the dexterity modifier to the damage. Seven. So, you take seven damage. You watch, Barty, has taken uh, his inspiration. Um, Luke, uh, sorry, uh, Mouse takes out his whip and cracks it and spins it around to hit the Draugr and it flies around and now, out of nowhere, Mouse has this giant welt on his forehead <laughs> and has done seven damage to him, seven damage to himself. <laughs> Seen as um, a whip is... Um, is it a martial weapon that he's never ever used before in his life? <laughs> this is his first time of using a whip. He's sort of like not sure how exactly it goes. So, uh, uh, is, was there anything you wanted to do with your um, bonus action? Uh, aside from slink off uh, embarrassedly into the corner, no. I think I'll, I'll stay where I am. Okay. Um, so the Draugr's still up. So actually, it's now the Draugr's turn. Still up, so this Draugr here is going to um, uh, chuckle a bit at what just happened, <laughs> and yeah. then he's going to attack Butty, who's right in front of him. Um, actually, actually, no. So here, five, ten, Thirty from out behind. Oh no! Oh. You see this rather large Draugr 
and um, in a very well air, he's completely bald. Well, completely bald because of all his hair is gone, but he has this rather large, bright blue eyes. And he has one sword in his right hand, and in his left hand seems to be this blue sparkling glow. And who comes off and goes, The heart the kind! And he yells this at this droger here, and this droger immediately turns and goes to attack Luke. You little bitch. <laughs> so he's gonna roll this deal. 20. Seeing as I've got a 1 on the last time. And that's an 18 to hit. Ouch. So he definitely hits. So that is a D6. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that one there. It's 5. And it was, I believe. Oh, crap, I'm going to have to check. What's the plus? So it's 5 damage. Plus. Two. So that is, you take seven piercing damage there, Luke. Ouch. Okay. Uh, so uh, I, at, uh, I will use my second uh, second use of uh, of rebuking him with the wrath of the storm, and uh, he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And is there is that an area of effect? Thing, no, it's it's a uh, uh, just him. A, it's a creature. When a creature within five feet of you uh, that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to cause the creature to make a dexterity saving throw. Right, no ways. Creature, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure he has dex plus two. But let's make sure. Yes, plus two. Let's roll d20. And that's 11 plus 2, so that's 13. Uh, versus my spell, DC is 14. So sorry. Ah, so roll for damage. Uh, oh, it's a bad roll. Only 5. 5 is enough. So, on the orders of this, this Grover turns around <coughs> and uh, taking orders from what appears to be his superior here, he attacks you. And with your reaction, you slam back a thunderous, loud crack, hits the droger, and knocks him flying into this back wall. His shield and his, um, and his weapon fall to the ground, and him, his skull getting crushed in. And then this droger here. Give me one second. Is, is the one in front of the table? Is that the one that gave the order? The big, the big Joker. Yeah, we go here. So that is 5, 10, 15, 20. So that is 25. Just give me one second here. Check his stats. Yeah, so. Yeah, 60 foot. So, he is going to cast Ray of Frost at you, Luke. You bugger. <laughs> he does not like that shield. So, he's going to roll d20. And that is a 
Oh, you bastard, you turned. You were 11. Uh, that's a 9. And let me see what I add to that. Uh, Thanks on a hit. Plus 0 to hit. So, no. Against your. This reformer to spell attack. The range attacks. No. So. You manage to pull your shield up just in time to block the effects so you don't get attacked by it. It is now your turn because that was your reaction. All right. Uh, so in that case, we will uh, we'll trade spell for spell and I will fling... Uh, yes, I will fling a guiding bolt at him. Range 120 feet. Go for it. Okay, this is going to be a near thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Spell. So it is an 18 with all modifiers. Modifiers. So, yeah, he has the same, because he's got the same sort of armor on. And no shield. He's got a thingy of 13, so that still hits. All right, nice. So he takes 46. Whoa! Box cars. Plus, uh, that one's still rolling. 15 plus, whoa! 21 points of radiant damage. <coughs> the, also, the next attack, a next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage, thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target until then. Oh, no. And how much was that? 15? 21. 21? I rolled three sixes plus a three. It's 46. <laughs> Minus 21. Wow. <clears throat> so lightning bolt just this not fully formed. You can't really see it because of the line. Uh, the light shines too brightly. Just streaks right across the room and smashes straight into the chest of this Draugr here. And the next one up is Jaquai. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll move up. And do a claw attack. With advantage. So that means I rolled twice, right? Yep. yep twice better two. Right. right. Uh, so that is um, 15. 15, that definitely hits. Roll for damage. So that's a, a d6 plus 4. That's uh, 7. 7 damage. And minus 7. He's, he's looking very battered now, but he's still standing. All right. So I will use a key point to take two more hits on him. Nice. Do flurry of blows. Yep. So you guys watch as he even nimbler than before. So 16 is that my hit. attack. And damage is oof, 10. 10. Nice. Uh, nice. With that... You watch as, again, the bane of all Draugr is that Khajiit claws. And 
he ends up sending this Draugr to the ground our pile. And um Good man, Kitty. You hear you do see that he clatters to the ground, his weapon sprawling to the one side, and the the effervescent blue light in his left hand just dies down. Um Roll a, uh, a a perception check there, Jaquai. Okay. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, you have a look at the top of his armor, and just on the top of the armor, on the on the shoulder pads, on, on each shoulder, uh, you see a very familiar uh, insignia on both of those, similar to the insignias you saw on the uh, set of armor. The animated armor you found in the uh, in the mine, with also an eighteen. You also see it on the hilt of the weapon that he's wielding as well. Mm. And from the back, you are now out of combat, so you can move freely if you want. From in the back, you hear, "Hello, hello." Is everything all right now? Is everybody okay? I, I'm stuck. I can't get out. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, I run for the corner. Yeah. yeah. And and I'll call out to him and say, identify yourself. And I yell, Runel? <laughs> yes, it's me. It's me. I am stuck. So give me one second, guys. I have to. Hey, are we gonna are we gonna take an episode break? <coughs> yeah, just give me one second. Yeah, this might this might be a a good moment in, uh, shortly. Uh oh. Yeah, I've got to. Me. <laughs> You're right there. Ooh, that was my bad. Ooh. Sorry, pressed the wrong one. I thought I saw a tunnel off that way. Yes. So you guys, nice. so you get to. Oh wait, wrong uh, one. So you guys get to about here, and you see a very large metal door that seems to be not altogether attached to the wall anymore. Kind of log, and this is where you hear the noises coming from from in here and uh, I can't seem to get out for s I, 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 is everybody else okay and uh, from there I think we shall call it that an episode and uh, we shall return in about 5 or 10 minutes and uh, thank you everybody for listening and uh, we shall be back next time. I would just like to say that I forgot in uh, the opening of the episode to say I would like to say uh, a thank you to Adam. I know um, uh, Victor knows him quite well. Uh, Adam B. He uh, sent us an email saying that he's enjoying the ride and uh, he would uh, like us uh, to keep going and he knows he's going to uh, enjoy keeping the the uh, the story going 
So thank you, Adam, for your email. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for uh, listening, Adam. Great. And I'd also like to say uh, an apology to Adam and uh, Eric, uh, who also sent us an email. Uh, I haven't actually been replying to the emails. I've just been saying, oh, well, I'll thank him on the show. Not realizing that the show is going to be like six weeks away from when they sent an email. So, one, <laughs> I'm a dick. I really apologize, uh, and I'm going to send emails. Anybody who emails the show now, I'm going to send an email back. Really sorry about that. And uh, we'll speak to you next time, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, Just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you.